0: A time it has been oh my gosh the country wow. is uh coming apart at the seams um the capitol hill riots uh were something out of some kind of dystopian reality and yet it is now our reality uh it's incredibly painful as we're recording this congress is considering impeachment which i believe is necessary and uh, you can't not impeach someone who sends a mob to your door that uh, results in multiple deaths. Uh, and so despite the fact that Trump's going to be out of there one way or another in a week, like I-, I think that they need to impeach.
1: I read your book, as many of the people listening to this podcast did. You predicted a lot of this at least in various versions, right? How do you feel watching it play out? I'm actually really curious in where your brain is seeing like, yep, we're talking about this for a while and now it's happening. Now we have to live it. Now we're talking about it. It's horrifying.
0: And as bad as I thought things were going to get, even I did not think they were going to get this bad this quickly in this form. Um, uh, you know, my, my big takeaway for people is that uh, we should open our minds to the possibilities, both positive and negative at this point. You know, like, like, th- I mean, if you reflect on it, it's nearly unthinkable, even our day to day, where, when you, uh, walk around, uh, and see people with masks huddled together, uh, and then all the signs saying, uh, you know, like, uh, stay, um, uh, home, stay safe and whatnot. It's like, these are things that you would have imagined in 2019, you'd be watching a a science fiction movie. Um, And then we went into that reality very quickly. Uh, Hundreds of thousands of people have lost their lives um, from the pandemic. And I do think there's been this massive mental health toll on all of us. And if you take a population that was strained to begin with, uh, I believe there are a lot of people that are breaking right now and you know when people break uh, they're they're breaking in different ways
1: i agree i agree with you it's heartbreaking and terrifying right where it's um terrifying that this is a threat to the fabric of our democracy and that a lot of frankly the left has been clamoring that this is what trump has been standing for for a long time and the right was saying yeah but there's these other values we care about more that the left doesn't stand for and it's worth it and frankly the left proven right a little bit on this um or very much so on well, this
0: he, well here, here's the major thing I, I i think and you can see it playing out in that um there is one side that is much more likely to show up to a protest in quotes uh armed uh and uh, and there's one side that frankly is going is much more likely to get a pass from law enforcement as we saw in capitol hill uh mm-hmm. and, and and that is unfortunately the same side uh and so You know, when people try and do the both sides-ism, like they're very, very uh, different dangers. I mean, if you look at the actual toll of domestic terrorism, like, like, you know, right-wing terrorism is a much more uh, real threat. Uh, You know, I, I was reading a piece today about the intersection between military background and training and extremism. Uh, and they they talked about two groups of people, one who were extremists who go into the military to get trained. And that's a thing, apparently. But there's also a thing where people show up to the military and then become extremists while they're in the military.
1: Frankly, I've been just confused on on a lot of understanding, frankly, the actions of the far right in this case. And then navigating the, the comparison with the actions of the far left. And so the question that I've been getting or comments I've been getting from the from my Republican friends have been, Comparing it, it's not the same, but they were bringing up the comparison to Portland where the far left essentially just took over the police station and a city essentially for a month. Um, to, as an example of what happens when the far left does things and now you have the far right like storming the Capitol. Help me understand what the, like, or help our listeners understand the difference between those actions or how do we navigate?
0: Well, my, my perception, and I believe this is borne out by facts, is that if you look at, for example, Black Lives Matter protests, uh, the vast majority of them were peaceful and unarmed. Correct. Um, and, and, and I'm going to suggest that if they were anything else, there would have been even higher degrees of violence uh, That um, because law enforcement would have been uh, cracking down immediately if, like, folks were showing up. Like, I, I think that there would have been unthinkable, even more unthinkable um, conflicts and scenes. Uh, and, and, again, so, like, there are, um, there are just very, very different levels of threat in my view, from one side versus the other, uh, and uh, you know, and I think that that's one of the things like that a lot of people find frustrating. It's like when people see this unthinkable carnage on, on Capitol Hill, and they say, "Oh well, Portland." It's like a lot of people right now listen to this, being like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. But but I've seen some of that stuff online too, where um, th- there's like a constant. Well, what about this? Well, what about that? Yes,
1: that is my point, and I'm getting a lot of whatabouts, right?
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that that's like that this instinctive thing and um you know one thing i said uh, is that look if any other group had done this in the capital the conservatives would be calling for martial law right now you know what i mean like 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 they they would look at this and say this is like an act Correct. of sedition treason war like whatever it is but then because it's this particular group of people then there is uh this what about like what about you know what i mean like like that there's like this um uh, and um the to me extremism is like a, a massive problem. The extremism is a much more virulent threat on the right because it's much more likely to um, result in violence in in my mm-hmm. view, and I think that's borne out by the
1: facts. Yeah, um, it is heartbreaking to me that, and this is I was kind of trying to grapple with in the last election is like where do we draw the line between country and party? And here we are. The capital has been stormed and blown through, and we've got literally people dragging. A woman got shot in the face. Like we have, uh, uh, like people posing with the like ripping apart the podiums or whatever they're doing, and we are still, st- in some instances, sticking to our party lines, and that is frustrating.
0: You know what I'm saying? Polarization is destroying us, uh, and this is not a both sidesism thing. It's like, you know, I think most people know that. Uh, you know, like I've I've campaigned hard for Democrats around the country. Um, and, and you know, like to me, like I am much, much more excited for President Joe Biden than I would be a continuation of Trump era. Like, you know, so this is not like a both sides equivalent sort of thing. But the polarization is going to destroy us because um, let's say you have Republicans who are horrified by what's going on. And they look up and say, well, what am I going to do, like vote against my party? Uh, you know, it's like like the, the polarization has gotten so extreme that many people feel like it would be very, very damaging to their political prospects if they vote against their party's base in a meaningful way it's one reason why trump was able to run roughshod on folks a- and there was one data point that made me really um happy or i wanted to elevate it um so one of the very very few republican senator senators who came out and said i've had enough like trump's ne- needs to go uh was the alaska senator lisa murkowski and uh And Trump, I think at some point signaled he's like, ooh, I'm going to like try and have someone run against her. Like I'm going to have someone primary her. But Alaska in November approved ranked choice voting and open primaries. So there is no Republican primary for Lisa Murkowski as far as I know. (laughs) It's just she shows up and it's like a general race and it's uh, final four and and ranked choice. Um, So that goes to show how changing the mechanics um, and getting rid of closed party primaries actually can free uh, political figures because if you have a closed party primary, your one real viable threat is you get primaried within your party and uh, it's generally from the most extreme wing. Um, and so if if you have an open primary, then you can be freed of that. You can be like, look, I'm going to do what's reasonable and a majority of people in my district will actually like that as opposed to the most extreme 10 to 20%.
1: It is amazing that if we fix the plumbing and the inner workings a bit, how much change that can have, a little bit of domino effect. So it's one of the reasons why we fight for it, man.
0: We can home in on these individuals, and the individuals are problems. Um, But there's something that Ezra Klein said. He said that uh, if a good individual hits a corrupt system, they'll get compromised very quickly. Um, And and so we have good people hitting a, a system that's corrupting them. And uh, in, instead of expecting them to somehow cleanse the system, we have to try and change it so that they can be free to do something that might not be uh, something that people in their party are very excited about and still live to you know, serve in, in office. Because a lot of politicians are like, well, if I do that, I'm going to lose, so can't do that. And, uh, you know, and, and that's one reason why we feel so stuck.
1: This episode of Yank Speaks is brought to you by Athletic Greens. So I've learned to love this stuff. I've never been a big diet supplement guy. This one's pretty easy. Either it comes in, you can do it in like a bowl. There's a big bowl you can buy, or you can get like these little daily pouches, but you throw it in some water. It's tasty, it's great. And for me on personal level, it just helps It, it just helps me digest things better. Like no stomach pains, whatever. I eat what I want, um, helps work out. And I also know I'm getting all those vitamins I'm supposed to be getting um, in a healthy, uh, nutritious way. So, um, it's essentially the most comprehensive daily nutritional beverage I've tried probably out there in general. So it's got, you get one scoop of this stuff. It's got 75 vitamins in it and minerals and whole food source ingredients. Um, there's a multivitamin in there. There's multi-mineral probiotic green superfood blend and more, and they all work together to fill the nutritional gaps in your diet. So, Sometimes I don't eat enough vegetables, sometimes I don't eat enough, get enough vitamins or various proteins, things like that, and it nails it for you. So I like it, I take it every morning, it's great, and it tastes pretty freaking good. So here's the deal. Athletic Greens has this awesome dietary supplement that works with any diet, so you're keto, paleo, vegan, whatever the heck you are, it fits with all of it. And what they're doing is they're doubling down on their awesome product and giving you, in addition to your first purchase on Athletic Greens, giving you a one-year supply of vitamin D, which I have, it's pretty great, and then five free travel packs. So you can try out the travel pack as well with your first purchase. If you visit the link today, all you gotta do, is visit athleticgreens.com yang. Join the health experts, athletes, health conscious go-getters, and myself and Andrew um, as people around the world who are using this, making that daily commitment to actually feeling better and eating better and having that healthy diet every single day. Athleticgreens.com yang. Get your free supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with them right now. Yang Speaks is sponsored by Skillshare. You guys got to check this out because the way you learn cool new stuff, particularly in the creative realm, I think I've said it before, I'm taking this class through Skillshare. It's called Plants at Home, Uplift Your Spirit and Space. Because I always am kind of envious when people have like green or shrubbery and greenery in their homes and I always kill them. So I've learned not to overwater my plants like a dumbass. And I've learned a bunch of other things about how to kind of make, I got a new apartment, like how to make a home, uh, a little bit better with some greenery and how not to kill it and how to balance it out. So it's pretty cool, but there's a whole bunch of other classes. They got classes on iPhone photography. They've got stuff on how to be creative, on, creative online. They've got stuff called find your style, five exercises to unlock your creative identity. Like there's stuff on illustration, graphic design, photography, film, video, productivity, UI, UX design, creative writing, a whole bunch of different ways to learn from other people with these skills to unlock your own. And it's pretty freaking cool. So it's this online learning community and it's a real fun way to grow this year in 2021. It's also not that expensive. Uh, it's incredibly affordable, especially compared to some of these pricey in-person classes. So it's like literally less than $10 a month. Um, and for us, you're going to get a free trial. So if this is piquing your interest, it piqued mine, I'm learning about plants. But if you don't want to learn about plants, learn about a whole bunch of other stuff I just mentioned. Uh, check it out. Skillshare.com Yang. Get a free trial of a premium membership. That's Skillshare.com slash Yang. What happens next Wednesday when when Joe gets inaugurated and how does this do we start to transition or we still get some unrest as as this happens? I think that there are going to be um,
0: protests of some kind, Um, maybe not just in D.C. I think uh, there were 10 state capitals that had some version of protests. I think that there will be others. Um, I don't think this is going anywhere, unfortunately. Um, I think the fact that uh, dozens of the folks who were in the Capitol are getting arrested now um, is a very big deal uh, because typically these kinds of movements have certain people that are much, much more energized than others. And so if, if you uh, imprison <laughs> like, like that uh, group of people, it's actually very, very significant. Um, but I do think there are going to be protests. I think one should be concerned. Um, But I I will also say that um, from everything I've seen, uh, what happened in the Capitol will not happen again because uh, law enforcement, the National Guard, Capitol uh, Police and all others are going to go from, frankly, just completely botching this and like, uh, you know, like allowing something uh, terrible to happen that could have been much, much worse to now it's going to be like front center, buttoned up, fully staffed, geared up, um, like uh, to the nth degree. Um, So at least on that level, in in a way, I'd be more concerned about um, other environments like state capitals, because I have a feeling that D.C. is going to be a fortress.
1: Right. For those of you who um, are frustrated and protesting, please be peaceful and safe. And those of you in those neighborhoods who are not, please be peaceful and safe. Um, And I think that the answer is or the long and short of it is that the Joe Biden administration, Kamala Harris administration, they have their work cut out for them. Um, And I hope we'll we'll do everything we can to help. But we have to heal. we got to heal as a nation because this is not sustainable. This economy is not sustainable, but this polarization, this stuff, you say this all the time, this gets worse before it gets better. I want to shift gears. Um, We've got some news that you announced today um, or late last night for recording this. Um, And want to basically talk about our path forward on this podcast. Yeah,
0: this is sort of a reflection episode um, where you and I have been podcasting it up since March or so. And I I have to say, first, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who's listening. I really, really appreciate your ongoing support and confidence and interest and belief. Uh, It means a ton to me, Zach, and everyone else who's associated with uh, our team. Uh, it's been a blast. I have enjoyed this podcast um, every time where like I look forward to it. Um, and we are going to be shifting gears Uh, where we've been doing Monday and Thursday. And you and I can talk about this a little bit, where we originally were just going to do once a week because that seemed to make sense. But then because we were enjoying it so much and having so so many good conversations, (laughs) we were like, let's let's go Monday, Thursday, Monday, Thursday. And even then we weren't sure it was going to be Monday, Thursday uh, in perpetuity, but we were having so much fun and doing so much that it it was Monday and Thursday um, for this first Uh, 10 months or so Mm -hmm. but now we are going to switch gears and make it once a week mondays you know monday to look forward to um we're going to have maybe an occasional thursday but you can fully expect and look forward to
1: uh yang speaks episode every monday ongoing which is a bit of a shift in um but i think you guys given the news that was announced today um understand that there's a lot on the plate and we we are committed to doing this well you know um and giving you guys um kind of a national perspective so this podcast will be separate from a lot of the political activity you're seeing from us on a day-to-day basis and we think that's still a good thing like this is a, a great venue for those of you who don't live in um certain large cities or maybe around the country but um you have our word that it's still going to be Yang speaks it's still going to be fun you'll get both of us we're going to make a commitment to this once a week every monday um, and for any sort of political activities, you know where to find that as well. It'll be separate from here. That said, this is gonna be a fun year. Like we got, we got big plans, Andrew. I'm excited. The team's excited. We're revved
0: up. I mean, when 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 push comes to shove, and this is something I hope that people know and appreciate about me. Um, at the end of the day, I'm a doer. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I love sitting down and talking to folks and learning uh, and listening and thinking and uh, gathering my thoughts and trying to put ideas out that are going to help people make sense of uh, the world. But at the end of the day, I want to get shit done. I mean, that's just the the real thing. Um, We've gotten a lot of shit done this past number of weeks and months and reflecting on I'm going to use this as an opportunity to reflect a little bit. We helped get over $160 billion out to American families. And I, I'm pretty sure if this $2,000 bill, um, uh, $2,000 stimulus checks passes, we'll have something to do with that too. Uh, because one of the things we did, and thank you to everyone who who helped make this possible, we helped flip the Senate. You know, we spent weeks and weeks in Georgia knocking on doors and volunteering and doing things. Uh, and I have a very, very strong feeling that if we get $2,000 checks uh, that John Ossoff and Reverend Warnock will be right there voting for it. <laughs> they'd, they'd, for sure. they'd, they'd they said as literally. much. We've given almost ten million dollars away to folks, um, you know, uh, over, over the last year uh, to people who are struggling. Um, there are so many accomplishments in the last ten months. It's been an incredible journey. Uh, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll say one reason I'm so grateful to everyone listening to this. It's like I feel like the energy around this movement has grown significantly. Since the presidential. Uh, and that was really my big goal was that at the end of the presidential, I was like, we have to keep this ship uh, sailing and moving and bringing on new passengers. Uh, and it, it has happened. Um, and now we're going to try and get some more stuff done. Um, and have a have a good time and have some great conversations one thing about this podcast is that like i I do love to interact with people and learn from them and just uh you know pick their brains
1: and we're just gonna keep on doing it 2021 no matter what we're doing on this podcast or how it hopes probably on this podcast we will always be doing we'll have we'll be doing something in real life whether it's a company you're starting or humanity forward <laughs> or running for office or whatever it is right um and that's just how this goes, guys. We're gonna be like updating you in real time on, on various things and um or talking about something else while you know we're doing other various things. So and that's I think what makes it fun and I hope you guys have enjoyed it. We've loved you. Um and yeah, Andrew, here's the twenty twenty one, man. Let's uh let's have some fun. Twenty twenty one. May it be vastly superior to the year that
0: preceded it. Though I have to admit, <laughs> Zach, it is off to a very rocky start. Uh but yeah, we're sure. we're, we we're, to we're but that. we're gonna Yeah, hopefully we can turn that around.
1: (laughs) Uh, Hopefully we can turn that around, gang. (laughs) All right. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. We will see you Monday and every Monday going forward. Stay awesome, Yang Gang. Talk to you soon.